You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. I am so glad you're back, and you are in for a treat. So podcast listeners, guess who I called up with? I called up with Madison Cobo. Madison grew up at Carterville, and she has been gone for years. She left for college, went to Mississippi College, Mm -hmm. and after that, she's traveled the world. Mm -hmm. Well, I got to catch up with Madison today to find out what's been going on in her life, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to share... And I know there are a lot of Carterville folks who have been here for a long time that remember Madison. So Madison Cobo, welcome yeah. to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So Madison, I'm excited just to get everybody the opportunity to catch up on. Yeah. Now, some people don't know you. Yeah. So give us a little bit of insight. Remind us, like, <laughs> when were you at Carterville? Well, I grew up in Carterville, and I graduated high school in 2013, yep. so I don't remember what year I got here, uh, but I think we may have started coming around 2005 remember you. I remember you in kids' ministry, and yeah. youth ministry, mm-hmm. so one of my favorite Madison memories, and then I'll, I'll let you fill in. You yeah. are a creative and talented young lady, yeah. so when you were in, in youth ministry, when you were in youth mm-hmm. group... You volunteered for Bible school. Yeah. And there was a year where Ann Culpepper was helping a lot. <laughs> yeah. and I think we took the puppets out of the closet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know puppets sound like the most boring thing in the world, but they were not. It was hilarious <laughs> because I remember yeah. you and Patrick Culpepper were yes. the dynamic duo with enough personality to even make a puppet come to life, right? Oh, yeah. And so you guys, y'all had your puppet characters that mm-hmm. made Bible school just I mean, absolutely fun for a couple of years. Yeah. And you were beatboxing. You remember that? <laughs> yes. I've lost a little bit of my beatbox skill, but uh, it's still deep without. <laughs> so I'm so tempted to say beatbox for us, Madison, but oh. I'm trying to keep this grown oh. up, so okay, I won't make you yeah, do okay, that. Okay. All right. So I, I remember the puppet ministry. Yeah. Uh, I remember your beatboxing. Mm-hmm. I remember you just being a fun, just a great volunteer. Mm-hmm. So it's great to watch you grow up. Thank you. But what has happened? You So you graduated in 2013. Yep. And you went to Mississippi. Mississippi College. Yep. I think you got plugged in over there. Yep. At Pine Lake, right? Uh, yeah, for a while I was at yep Pine yep. Lake. So you were at Pine Lake, and then you left. So yeah. where have you been? Because you, you've been all over the world. Like, yeah. what, Lindsay watches your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have to get my social media I through know, my wife. I know. Right? But uh, one of the, our fun <laughs> things is, where's Madison? You know? Yeah. So where's Madison? Man, okay, I've been all over. Um, after I graduated college with an exercise science degree, I um, didn't want to do anything with it at first, <laughs> um, and still not currently. Um, but I moved to Denver, Colorado. I was living in Castle Rock, and I was just working and living with some family, meeting friends. I started going to a church there called Grace Chapel, I think, or Grace Community. I don't remember. Um And while I was there, I ended up getting invited by a friend to come live on Kauai. So I went and I lived on Kauai for three months. Time out. Kauai, as in an island of Hawaii? Yes. So a small island. I want to clarify that for people. Yes, small island Hawaii. 
and I lived there for three months. Um, so just Kauai, working. that's where everything's filmed, right? In Ka- is it Kauai? Oh, yeah, now? like it has uh, all that, like uh, that famous like Jurassic Park, like, everything, yeah, like, everything, yeah, everything like, really. Lost and ton, ton, anything that's got this tropical climate with this cool yeah. mountain background, yeah. it's Kauai. Yes, yeah, and that was just a, a drop of a blessing in my lap from the Lord because I don't know where that came from. It was just out of the blue. But I got to live three months there, and then after that, I wanted to move to LA, which was where my brothers were. Right. So I went. I lived with my brothers in Los. Angeles and just pursued a little bit of fun acting things, got a few jobs. um, And then while I was in LA, I felt um, pulled to this organization called YWAM, Youth with a Mission. It is part of the University of the Nations. And this is super old. Like I know people are saying, I haven't heard of YWAM, but I have. It was like Billy Graham days, right? Yeah. It got started about 60 years ago by Lauren and Darlene Cunningham. They wanted to see young people being sent out into the nations as missionaries. So in a minute, I'm going to ask you to tell us a little yeah. bit about what YWAM is all about, yeah. what's going on, what yeah. your missions. But first, let me ask you just to make this a little bit personal, right? Yeah. So when you and I met for coffee with Lindsay this afternoon yeah. and we chatted a little bit about your life journey, um, you talked about how... There was a season in your life mm-hmm. where, I mean, you still, I mean, you were trying to follow the Lord, but yeah. you were just in a rut. Yeah, you know, yeah, you felt yeah. like your spiritual life was not where you wanted it to be. Dry. That's right. Very dry. And then yeah. it kind of came to life. And here you are, mm-hmm. a girl that we love very much. I mean, yeah. you, you grew up here. We care about you. We want to see you do well. Mm-hmm. And so you were living in L.A. Mm-hmm. And your spiritual life was not where you wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. So I um, I even went to a Christian college, and so my faith was strong. By the time I got to L.A., I actually went into it thinking, oh, this is a spiritually dark place. My faith is strong. I'm going to bring restoration That's to right. these I'm people. That's right. I'm going to heal this city. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, although I didn't completely turn away from the Lord, I was just making little compromises here and there where, like, maybe I would go to a party or, or just do things. Like, maybe I'd be like, oh, I don't really have to read my Bible these days, whatever. And I was, I was still even going to church and still going to a small group, but I was wanting to kind of look a little less, um, different than the people that I was around. And I was living with my brothers and I wanted to seem approachable and relatable as a Christian. And, uh, I'm just gonna be real. Christianity is not relatable to the world. (laughs) It's meant to be a little whack. Like it's meant to be wild. Jesus came and he was crazy. And so, but I wanted to be relatable. And I think in the midst of that, just making little compromises and not trying to pursue, um, Uh, Christianity at its fullest. I lost my faith and I I think I lost intimacy with the Lord. I began to lose belief um, and lose faith. And I didn't really know how to hear from God anymore. And I was trying to read my Bible. I was trying to stay plugged into a community. Um, I was just giving up dry prayers, but not even allowing time for God to speak. And um, I got really, really sad while I was living there. I got really dry. Um, spiritually and just emotionally was super drained, super, super drained. And that's that's a little bit about where the Lord brought YWAM into your life. You'd already heard yeah. about YWAM. You had yeah. a friend when you were in Colorado yeah. that was interested in YWAM. We talked to you about it, but you sort of put yeah. that on the back burner. Yeah. And then you found some acting classes that you yeah. wanted to be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what pulled me into YWAM. I heard they had a secondary school. Um, they had multiple school or tracks that you could do, um, one of which was an acting school. And I had been in L.A. and I was like, oh, I like acting. Acting. I'll pursue that. And before this, for the past two years, I had someone consistently reaching out to me saying, hey, you're on my heart. I think you need to, to look into YWAM. And I was like, no, I don't want to be a part of a group of people that are going to tell the world about Jesus because I just didn't get it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I feel weird about it. they're not relatable. Right. Because they're not relatable. <laughs> and eventually I think God used this acting piece to pull me into 
um, what he wanted to, to have as my next step in my Be- life. Because a prerequisite yes, for that was Yes, because the prereq was to do their discipleship training school. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so I'll do, <laughs> yes, I'll do that discipleship thing yeah. so that I can take the acting Yes, class. Ben, at the time, I had literally told people I was going to this place. To, I didn't say anything about Jesus. I was like, I'm going here so I can travel to the nations and love on people. That was yeah. all I said. I didn't even want to use the word Jesus because I, in my heart, didn't believe <laughs> that's not, Jesus that's not was where important we're... anymore. Like, I just, like didn't get it anymore. It become dry to me. And so by the time when I got there, man, things just totally got changed. Like I started asking God for faith and asking him for belief. They showed me the power of the Holy Spirit. Like I asked to be baptized again in the Holy Spirit. I started accessing the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then I was just man, I was digging in to like find the character of God, know his heart, know who he was, know his character, know his nature. And as a result of that, then my heart began to flourish again and I began to grow in intimacy with the Lord again. One of the things that I love is is your emphasis on intimacy. We talked about it earlier yeah. this afternoon when we met. That yeah. just your recovery of God's character, you know, yeah. not just God's rules, not yeah. just not just a lifestyle that that is is approved by church, yeah. not just like good behavior or yeah. a big idea, um, and not not something with limits so that you're to a place where you're just yeah. the best you can do is go to the nations and love on people, right? <laughs> but right. but rather that you would know that there is that honestly that there's a God who has uh, grace enough and character enough and heart yeah. enough that He's good, yeah, and to recover Him to know yeah. the Lord really gives you something to help people connect yeah. to and let them let them know the Lord who is good, right? Exactly. So I was I loved getting to hear about how just the Lord started revival in your life. You took yeah. your discipleship classes. Recently yeah. you had a class on revival and reformation. Yes. So let's just take a, just a second to yeah. help people understand why because what what's happening now is you feel the Lord is leading you to be a part of YWAM staff. Yeah. yeah. You went to Myanmar on outreach mm-hmm. mission and yep. then COVID kind of shut that down. Yeah. Uh, Currently, you're a trainer on staff, and you're concerned. Mm-hmm. You're you're learning to disciple others in yeah. the YWAM program, and lead some outreach mm-hmm. missions. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So YWAM is an apostolic training and sending community, and so I and, and they have founded the University of the Nations, and so I am going to be on staff with the University of the Nations, but it's a volunteer position and it's full time. Um, and so I will go back and I will have a training myself to learn how to lead well, and then I will decide. I will have a small group and students will be coming in to do their discipleship training school and I will be on staff for that school. So I will be teaching them, discipling them, and then actually leading teams into the nations. And I've committed the next two years at least um, to this. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So Madison, if somebody that remembers you or somebody who listens to the podcast that says... She sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> if they want to know about a little bit more about your journey, if yeah. they want to connect with you, if they want to say, hey, how can I pray for you? Yeah. How can I support you as you take this staff, yeah. this staff position? Uh, because it is something you're going to have to raise funds for, yeah. right? As you take this step, if somebody listening to the podcast mm-hmm. wants to connect with you, yeah. what's the best way for them to do that? I would say send me an email. Maybe that's the most appropriate over a podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, my email, and I'll say it here, is madison.colbo at gmail.com. Should I spell my last name? <laughs> I'll spell my whole name. There How about go. that? M-A-D-I-S-O-N dot K-O-L-B-O at gmail.com. All right. And you can just shoot me an email and say, hey, I want to get plugged in. I want to be on your support team financially or prayerfully. Um, or if you have questions, even about YWAM or about my life um, or about Jesus, um, please send me an email and we can even get connected from there. 
Well, Madison, yeah. I can say this. It was a joy yeah. to watch you grow up in church. Yeah, you know, Lynn's and I you. love you so much. It's awesome to see you as a young adult trying to make disciples, trying to take yeah. Christ to the nations. Yeah. I'm just proud of what the Lord's done in you. Dang. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. And I love both of you guys so much. Honestly, through this the past two years, just having my faith revived, I've revisited a lot of memories of where my spiritual um, molding has like come. And I think of you and I think of Stro as being two crucial parts. I remember coming to your house, having piano lessons with Lindsay and you saying, Madison, what are you reading in the Bible? And I was so nervous to come to your house that I would read the Bible so I would would have an answer. Literally, like I didn't want to have no answer. And so I'd read the Bible just to give you an answer. But Man, it got me started. And I remember Stro even saying, like, hey, it's so important to read your Bible daily. And I and I began to do that just because I was like, I trust these guys. I trust your leadership, and I'm going to do it. And, man, I've been really impacted by you guys. So thank you. Well, welcome back for a minute. I'm glad thank you're in you. town catching up with family mm-hmm. and starting to spread the good news about what's next in your life. Yeah. Madison, I love you. I love you. <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast. Yes. I'll see you later. God okay. bless.